You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome. I'm thrilled to have you back for another episode of Pure Presence. There's never a shortage of information to share regarding the current energetic patterns and fun ways to play in this energy. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about Pure Presence. During this show, you will be offered information and reminders of who you really are. You'll be offered these reminders through the words that you hear and in the silent spaces between the words. Each episode will address various topics, but all for the same purpose. The clear intention of pure presence is that you know for certain and experience the bigness of who you are. The last half-hour segment of each show will consist of an energetic integration and balance session. In this segment, you'll hear vocal toning, light language, and other right brain techniques for the purpose of supporting your alignment to you. This process is used specifically to bypass the left brain's tendency to simply remind you of what you already know and to allow you to expand beyond your limited patterns. Most people tend to feel deeply connected to a bigger part of themselves at the completion of these episodes. For that reason, when we are finished, I will leave you with a few closing remarks about how to get more information about this work and future offerings. If you would like to listen to this alignment but not participate in the energy work, just set your intention and it will be so. For those of you who listen to Peer Presence on Blog Talk Radio, please join us on the Awakening Zone. The Awakening Zone is an easy-to-navigate experience, and you don't have to sign up. There's a great live chat room where you can share your experiences and ask questions. Before we get started with Peer Presence, here's a word from Jeff Hoppy on the Crimson Circle. Hi, this is Jeffrey Hoppe for the Crimson Circle. Thanks for listening to today's program on The Awakening Zone, the international network for empowered human awakening. The Awakening Zone is produced and sponsored by The Crimson Circle on the web at www.crimsoncircle.com. The website is a safe space to experience your spiritual journey without membership or dues and no dogma or rules. It's a gathering place for anyone who is awakening, no matter what their background or beliefs. The Crimson Circle Library contains over 10 years of some of the most insightful and provocative spiritual information available today, with channeled messages from the popular Tobias, Atumi Lal Singh, and Adama St. Germain. Everything in the library is free. Just log in and download it in text, audio, or video formats. On the website, you can also find out about upcoming workshops and events, including tours to sacred and powerful sites around the world. Also, check out the store for a wide selection of home study courses and special topic channels. And finally, see if there's a Crimson Circle certified teacher in your area. They offer classes on subjects ranging from death transitions, spiritual birthing, ascension, clearing energy imbalances, and creating your own reality. With over 500 certifications worldwide, there's likely to be a Crimson Circle teacher near you. When you go to the Crimson Circle website, you'll see right away that you are not alone. There are humans all over the planet who, like you, are discovering the God within. Crimson Circle at www.crimsoncircle.com proud sponsors of the Awakening Zone Radio Network. And now, back to today's program. Welcome back, everybody. So today, um, it's. I'd like to talk to you about space consciousness. I'd like to talk to you about actually being space consciousness and what does that actually mean? Um, How can that be practical in our lives? 
um, what's the difference between being space consciousness and just being spacey, which I think sometimes um, is is kind of a natural thing to go to if when you're talking about things like consciousness and, and along those lines. I want to have this conversation with you because I've been kind of doing a retrospect lately, just, you know, looking back and looking at some of the energetic patterns that have been available, especially since even like, you know, that that 2012 kind of pivotal point um, and what was actually happening at that time and then what's actually available now. So as I look back on all of these different energetic patterns that we have played with and we've we've played with many of them, you know, in the moment as things are available um, we have been aligning to them, connecting with them, um, making them real in our lives. And as I was kind of going back in retrospect uh, over different patterns, major pivotal uh, changes, one of the major pivotal changes was back in December, you know, the whole 12-12-12 event and that kind of thing. And it seems like, gosh, that's such a distant memory on the one hand, and on the other hand, it's a distant memory as far as um, what took place at that time, but everything that took place there is now fully here. It's now it's now an oppor- not just an opportunity, but a um, uh, I guess what I want to say is a reality, an availability, a reality. So back in. December 2012, one of the things that really showed up very strongly during an event that we were doing was this whole idea of being uh, consciousness as space versus being the things in space. I remember very clearly at that event um, playing in that energy and playing with spaciousness in the body, getting acclimated to spaciousness in the body, and right down to a cellular level, right down to um, a mental, emotional, you know, physical kind of level. And what that really, the template of that, you know, I really believe was set at that time. So we had a lot of conversation between, you know, most of us are used to being things in space. Right, we're used to being our body in space. We're used to being our thoughts in space. We're used to being our emotions in space. And the important part here is that there's always spaciousness available, but we have a tendency and have been conditioned to put our attention and intention on the the things in space versus the consciousness of space itself or space consciousness itself. And so, you know, and so 2012 happened and that kind of energy felt like it got really set. And you ever notice, you know, in the moments that you're doing that kind of work, you know, whether you're doing it individually or within a group, you never quite know why you're doing it or what will manifest because of it. And more often than not, you know, you have to, you, you simply do whatever shows up in the moment. And then you you might wait or you might mm, hold off. You know, you're, you're just waiting to perceive what exactly is going to come out of that. And sometimes it comes out, you know, instantaneously. And sometimes it's a little bigger process and it evolves over time. Well, that's how I feel about this space consciousness piece. So what followed the space consciousness piece, um, at least within the work that we were doing, had an awful lot to do with this new neurology. And we've talked a lot about that on these episodes as well, that new neurology moving into a new physiology and psychology. And so back in March of last year, this, this neurology began to shift. And what was interesting is one of the major things that happened when that neurology began to shift, when each one of us began began to have literally more space 
in our human neurology. So the ways in which our mental processes kind of wired and fired and kind of grew together, all of the conditioning that had gone into making that neurological process what it was to create a reality um, or to create the reality that we had created both individually and collectively up to that point. When this new neurology came in, it was it was as if more space had been created. And interestingly, since that time in March, <clears throat> client after client, you know, practitioner after practitioner, various groups after various groups, and this collective consciousness as well, what I witness over and over again is just, Space. And it's really cool because what, on a very practical level, if you have more space, literally more space between your thoughts, if you have more space between how your neurological process is wired together, if the entanglements of your conditioned reality have begun to loosen up, um, really not even necessarily of through any um, forced focus on your part, you know, but that that but we're just at this time in evolution that this time in evolution has to do with the capacity of there to be more focused awareness on space versus the things in space. And so the neurological patterning literally begins to unwind. And we also talked a little bit about the fact that as that neurology, as the way it's all wired and fired and entangled together, as that is more spacious, there's more space in between it, then what happens is we begin to we begin to question. We begin to question what our reality has really been built on. We begin to question whether we still believe in things that we used to believe in. We we begin to um, allow ourselves more freedom. You know, okay, so happy 4th of July, everybody, <laughs> right? So more freedom but not freedom that is externally offered or given or even imposed, but a freedom that comes from inside because we are not entangled in the way that we used to be entangled. So all of a sudden, you know, I've heard from so many people, it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know if I believe all this stuff before. Or I still, you know, do I believe the... um, you know, do I believe the, the metaphysics that I've been so invested in for so long? Do I believe the science that I've been invested in for so long or the education? Or, you know, it's like everything was up for grabs um, and and quite possibly still is. And to me, looking at the energetics of that anyway, just looking at it from that perspective, really healthy process very organic process and very much secondary to having so much more space available. So today I want to take it just a little bit further than that because this space that is available in the neurology is now helping to create a brand new psychology and ultimately a brand new physiology And when we really wrap our heads around the fact that our physiology could change on a dime at will by simply understanding a few very basic concepts. And, you know, it's not rocket science. It's not hard. It's not something that you have to um, have studied for years or have had to have had the right um, propensity for even, but it does take some practice. And the only reason it takes practice is because it's new. 
um, you know, we didn't get into our conditioned reality of things in space without practicing that over and over and over again. We just practiced that unconsciously. But now we're moving into this time where we can practice something really simple consciously, and by doing so, we can literally change our we can use the changes in the neurology to change our psychology and ultimately our physiology. So what does that actually look like? So if there, if what I'm seeing is accurate as far as more space available, so more space in the neurological process, more space in the dimensional aspects of, of each of us, more space, period. So say you're somebody who has a recurrent thought. Um, you know, I'm you know I'm never going to be able to make enough money to be able to live the type of life experience that I would like to live. Okay, let's just pick something like that. And that's that is a belief system that has been wired into your neurological process and and probably very unconsciously wired into your neurological process. And there are probably also a lot of entanglements within that particular thought process. So that's the thought. You know it's the thought. You're conscious of that. So what would happen instead of trying to unravel that thought, trying to understand that thought, trying to figure out why your mother or father imprinted you with that thought in the first place or whatever, what if we just went in internal with that thought? What if we just felt that thought, felt all of the things in space, right, all of the things in space that that represents, and then simply gave ourselves a command to expand the space? So what kind of freedom would you have if you were capable of, instead of pull, trying to pull something apart, trying to make yourself wrong for something, a conditioning that you have that you didn't even consciously condition yourself toward in the first place, what if we just simply created space around it? So, so there's the thought. And what if we do go internal, <clears throat> excuse me, command ourselves into more space. And what you'll notice is you can have a thought that's pretty rigid, pretty uh, pretty carved in stone, if you will. But when you move your attention to being the space within that rigidity, the space within that carved in stone thought, when you put more attention on the space than you do on the thing in space, something really unique happens. There's an expansion. There's an expansion of your energy. <clears throat> when, oh, Sorry, I don't know what's going on with my throat here. <clears throat> when, <clears throat> when, you're, when your attention is on the things in space, you get more of that, right? It's a really simple principle. You you create more than that. And when your attention is on the thing in space, you also have a certain vibratory pattern that you can play with, okay? So it's almost like the the focus on the thing in space is the very thing that creates an energetic signature. And when you think about that thing in space, over and over and over again, then you create an you create an energetic template that you will resonate back to over and over and over again. So then anytime you think about money or anytime you think about moving or those kinds of things, now all of a sudden it's all wrapped up in the same energy and you'll you'll hit that same boundary. But there is also space within every creation. Okay, And if we put our attention on the space within the thought, the space within the idea, the, sp the, the space within 
even something physical or psychological that we'd like to change, then all of a sudden what we've done is we've created a bit of a, we've literally created a wave pattern, okay? So if you're paying attention to the thing in space, you're paying attention to the particle, right? If you're you're paying attention to the space, you have now created a wave. And that wave can take you much further than that particle ever could. And so I've been playing with this a lot lately. And, you know, we all have those recurrent thoughts that come up. We all have those recurrent um, feelings or pains, aches and pains, things like that. And what if none of that needed to be analyzed? What if none of that needed to be figured out? What if there was no, actually, what if there was absolutely no right or wrong in any of that? But what if it simply was an awareness around what you had created in space thus far, and now you're choosing to create beyond that? beyond that limitation. So we know that the neurology is already shifting beyond limitation. We know that the neurology has more space in it. That's working <clears throat> that's actually working for you right now. So using these opportunities, it's a thought, it's a feeling, it's a physical manifestation, and instead of going into what any of that quote unquote means, because that's the particle, let's go into the wave. Let's go into the space of it. So you go into that feeling, you go into that thought, you go into that expression in the body, and you simply give a command. It's so simple, so simple even that most people won't bother to do it because it feels like it would be too easy. But if you'd simply go in and create space, let me... Let me be the space. Let me put my attention on the space. Not trying to change anything, not trying to make anything better, just putting your awareness on the space. What you'll notice is that there's like this wave sensation that goes out, and you've just taken this little kind of concentric circle of your old reality, and you've just moved a wave of that reality out just a little bit further. You've expanded your opportunities. You've expanded your potentials and possibilities simply by going into the space versus the thing in space. A nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So there's all kinds of things that are changing in our outer landscape right now. There's all kinds of realities that are dismantling. And much, from my perspective anyway, much of the reason why they are dismantling is because there is now more space available within those creations than there is attention on the things in space. So whether we, whether that's government, whether that's the monetary system, or you know, your own health and well-being, there has been certain energy attention points paid to the reality of that. And when people begin to have more space within their own neurological process, more space within their own energetic processes, they consider things differently. They they become disentangled with things that are not necessarily in their highest and best interest. And there's more space available. We we withdraw our attention and intention into these various systems, which creates more space within those systems as well. And as we as we withdraw our attention from the, from those things that don't serve us anymore, and that can be as individualized as some pesky little recurrent thought, and it can be as vast as, you know, do you believe that, you know, the government or the monetary system, you know, really has your highest interest, you know. And so, but as we we pull away from 
those things in space and put our attention on the space, that's where brand new systems can be created. That's where brand new thoughts can be can be considered and feelings can be felt. And that's when the physical body can actually make changes from a particular focused reality to something that's much beyond that reality. And a lot of times, you know, some I've talked to a few several people actually about this concept lately. And you know, sometimes people will say, well, if I just put my attention on the space within it, will I will I create next what I would like to create, right? You know, um or will I get something um, that's more haphazard that I didn't really think that I wanted, but just because I'm opening it up to the space, that's what shows up. This is the other thing that's really cool. At the core of our being, at the at the fullest expression of our of consciousness itself, right? The consciousness itself that each and every one of us is. That consciousness knows what brings a greater experience for the personality. That consciousness knows what brings more and more joy, more and more ease, more and more grace. The spaciousness of that already knows that. It's only our limiting conditioning focusing on things in space that lock certain realities into place. We've always been the creator of our realities. We've always been been choosing from the vast array of potentials and possibilities and locking one or two or three of those right down into our reality. And much of what we've been doing and the way we've been doing that has been based on the fact that we have been doing that very unconsciously. We've simply been conditioned to certain focal points, and because we're conditioned to certain focal points, we we focus on that energy in space as a thing in space, and lo and behold, creators that we all are, we get that thing in space pretty darn quickly. And you might be noticing that right now you're getting it even more quickly than you've been in the past. So all we're doing is we're making a very, in some ways, simple adjustment and yet in other ways profound adjustment to pay attention to space, the space within anything versus the thing in space. And as we put our attention point there, we open to all possibilities and potentials. And as we open to all possibilities and potentials, my my inkling is that you will experience something beyond the reality that you've experienced before, if nothing else. And that that experience, simply because it is different and more expanded than what you're used to experiencing, will provide a lot of joy in your experience. You might actually get more addicted to the ease, grace, and joy that space consciousness allows than you were to whatever the limitation of putting our attention on things in space created it's it's a very um the miraculous gets to be a very kind of addictive thing it's it's you want to put your attention there and it can be really simple you know i'll, I'll give you a perfect example you know you i'm sure many of you have teenagers and uh you know you give a teenager a a particular thing to do you know um Make sure you check in. Make sure you, you know, you give a call. You're on vacation. Make sure you check in. And and it doesn't happen or there's some kind of resistance to that. 
So I was watching that with my daughter the other day. She went away on a trip um, for the 4th of July, and, you know, first day, no message. Second day, you know, no message. And finally I just texted and said, you know, just check in, let let me know how everything is. And so, but it wasn't so much about what, what she was doing and what I was doing. It was that in the past, my response would have been to get, um, you know, irritated or frustrated or, you know, you know, you can kind of hear it in your head, oh, I just asked her to do that one thing and she's not doing it. And what does that mean? And, you know, and you can kind of go down that rabbit hole really pretty quickly, right, as far as a particular energy. And so so I noticed it. I was like, oh, okay, that is my typical pattern. That's how I would completely, completely weave it together. And in that moment, I was just like, okay, I choose to be the space within this consciousness, the space within this experience instead of what I have conditioned myself to believe about this experience. And so I just said it, and I just sat for a second and just felt a movement or a a wave of energy just go out from that conditioned response into something else, who knows what else. But within about five minutes, ten minutes of that, I got a text from her you know, I'm alive, having a great time, this is what's going on, you know, da-da-da. And so very, very simple kind of response, right? And yet what was really significant to me was that in any time in the past, that would have been played out very differently. The, The energy behind it might have been a lot more antagonistic or the um or maybe a response wouldn't have come back at all or those kinds of things it's like it's like the energy around that particular conditioned response absolutely fizzled and something new was available because of it very simple ex- experience very simple example and yet at the same time this Consciousness, this space consciousness, it is the bulk of what anything that we have created is anyway. It's just that we've put our focus on the things in space versus the space itself. So, you know, just like we say in the introduction of pure presence, you know, you'll get reminders of who you are through you know, through the conversation, but also in the in the space between the words. And the truth is, is that more information is available in the space between the words because that's the unknown. That's the part that we're we're not certain of. That's that's not the place where we're putting our attention and intention necessarily. So there's a wave of energy that's available within that that uh, that actually makes the change. So, you know, on this, you know, for those of you celebrating 4th of July, you know, if, if we're really looking toward freedom here, you know, what is it that we actually are looking to be free of? You know, are we looking to be free from our individual and collective creations. And if we're looking to be free from those individual and collective creations, could it be that simply placing our attention on the space and commanding the space within those intentions or those creations could be enough to condition us to a new reality? to condition us to something that's much bigger, much broader, much more expansive, much more inclusive of the consciousness that we are versus simply the limitations of our personalities, right? So as we move into this energy work 
today, what I'd like to do is, you know, spend a lot of time, actually, spend time, spend our attention, spend our intention on space consciousness, really expanding space and getting it to the place where it's it's so expanded maybe that it doesn't contract back to its usual position, right? So let's see where we can go there. What I would highly recommend over this next month before we meet again is just try to catch yourself. Just try to notice. So anything, physical, mental, emotional, something comes up, oh, okay, I noticed that. I command it into space. I command it to spaciousness. Move it into a wave versus the particle, right? And and as you do that, you might even notice that you'll you'll get a, a different feeling. You'll get a different image. You'll get a different sensation. You might get a different thought. If you want, hook on to that one. It's a broader one than what you were just experiencing. That wave took you to it so to speak. But if you really want to play in it, just allow it to, that spaciousness to be available and allow your outer landscape or your outer reality to reflect back to you what has changed within you simply because you allowed a little bit more space around that particular issue. All right. So if everybody will find themselves comfortable... and undisturbed for the next 20 minutes. All right. So just finding your breath. And even in your breath, are you paying attention to the inhale, the mechanics of the inhale and the exhale, Or can you pay attention to the space that's created as you inhale and exhale? There you go. Just your body will automatically your body will automatically kind of start to tingle. The minute there's more space, there's movement. There's wave, there's fluidity. The minute the, the body kind of goes, oh, focused on space, this is cool, the, the cells start to move. They start to reorganize. So, Space, consciousness, is very different than spacey. Space, consciousness is very different than being disconnected or detached from the body. You are using the experiences of the body You're using the experiences of the mind, the mental, the emotional, the physical to have a reference point in this reality that you change to space. So it's happening, the spaciousness is actually happening in this reality, in your physical experience mental, emotional. Okay. So let's play here. So let's go to the emotional body. So what's that emotion that you have a tendency to feel one way or another, you know, does 
Does anger cycle back through over and over? Does irritation? Does frustration? Does sadness or loneliness or longing? Just just pick one of them. And put your awareness in that feeling. And then put your awareness within the space of that feeling, the space within the feeling. So where's the space? There you go. There you go. Feel the movement? It literally will, it'll shift on you. It's almost like where the feeling, sometimes it's where the feeling goes, sometimes it's, ooh, what was that feeling that I felt even down into the body? So back to that feeling again. Putting your attention in the space in that feeling. And also feel the space that that feeling kind of resides in, the energetic pattern. Like every time you have that feeling, you know, so so in my case, that in the example that I gave, it would be Disappointment, right? Disappointed. Okay, there's another reason to be disappointed, right? So, But there's a lot of space in that energy of disappointment. And when I pay attention to the space, then there's movement. And when I pay attention to the space, that disappointment was originally created in, consciously or unconsciously, I can move into the space within that as well. And there's another movement. All kinds of great ahas can come up in this space as well. And how fun that you can command yourself to that space. Almost like you're commanding yourself to the aha, to the awareness, to consciousness itself. Beautiful. So that you're showing me that that feeling might have a anchoring point or a focal point in the body. So whatever your feeling was, if I directed you to the physical body now, where do you feel that in the physical body? Yum, oh. So is there a little tightening in the throat or a tightening in the heart? Just notice it. A little restriction in the digestion. Whatever it is. Or maybe all of those. Just command yourself into the space In the physical body, it's a little bit more dense. So wedge your attention in there. Wedge your focus in there. And just move into space. Go, let's amp.
amp that up just a little bit so we can get this moving. the opportunity to do so from the space that you're in now you can almost perceive the more restricted or constricted space that you were in like you can look back something shifted something changed Deep inhale and exhale, breathing into the space, exhaling out space. And whatever that thought is that's coming up, maybe that thought that you haven't thought in a while, or maybe that I'll call it a trigger. It's the thought that shows up every time the feeling that you worked with shows up, every time the sensation in the body shows up. This particular thought is entangled in that as well. So whatever that thought is, just allowing yourself to be the space within that thought. Command yourself to the space. <laughs> find that hmm, at the very least, when you add space to your thoughts, you may end up finding it a little humorous. At the very least, there may be a a grin or a smile come over your face. It might just be flat-out funny. Because we take our thoughts so seriously. We, We believe that our thoughts are real, versus understanding that our thoughts are simply the directed movement of a wave into a particle in from space into reality, if you will. So what is reality? You know, reality really becomes anything that we direct it to be. And we've all directed it to be certain things based on certain conditioning. And the majority of that conditioning, the majority of that old neurology was locked up in conditioning ourselves to limitation. This new neurology conditions us to space. And if we'll allow ourselves to play with that space, we'll actually see the benefit of that creation as well. Ete ki ma ki oko e tai ki a se ma ki oko to e me oko mata ki e te. Okay, so oko mata ki e ki a oki e tata. 
Alright, Tatekiyama Tekiyam Oisem. Alright, so let's generalize this a little bit. So if you will go into your emotional body with no particular focus on any particular emotion, but just into the emotional body itself, as a collective space, kind of just get a feel for your own emotional body. And get a feel for the lightness or the density within your own emotional body without having to know what created it or why or what somebody did in the past or any of that. Just feel what it feels like to be in your own emotional body. And now feel what it feels like to be the space within your own emotional body. There you go, a little movement again. Just allow yourself to be the space. Add your attention to the space. Literally, as you add your attention to the space, what you're showing me is it's like all the things in space, all the feelings get pushed to the very outer edge. It's like um, the space becomes internal, pushing out the boundary thinning out the boundary of those recurrent feelings. Okay, so you're adding space. Expanding the space, broadening the boundaries of what you can experience in your emotional body. Thinning out that outer ring, if you will. That outer ring being the, these are the experiences that I will allow myself because these are the places where I've been focused to something beyond that. Maybe from fear, worry, and concern to ease, grace, and joy. So again, in the emotional body, putting your attention in the space of the emotional body. And then expand that space, expand that space. Keep going, expand it again. And just about the time you get concerned that some of those old emotional boundaries will not be able to withstand one more expansion, please expand again. Expand the space. There you go. There you go. So let's go right down into the mental body. And do the same thing. So feel your mental body. Don't think the thoughts necessarily. Just feel into the energy of your mental body. And notice it might be a little bit more dense than the emotional body was. But no big deal. And then place your attention in the space in your mental body. Come on, amp it up a little bit. More space. Almost like find one point of space in the mental body and dive into it with your attention. Put your awareness 
fully into that space. There you go. And then there's a shift. There you go. And now expand. Expand. There you go. Pushing all of these. In the mental body, it literally looks like structures. Pushing these structures to the outer edges. If there were all these thoughts in the center, the moment you add space, all of those thoughts start to move out in a ring, kind of creating a a boundary, if you will, an expanded boundary, but a boundary nevertheless. And instead of leaving that boundary there, go back into the mental body and add more space. Add more space space beyond what you might necessarily feel comfortable with. Something really comforting about our old conditioned responses, even when they're not good for us anymore, even when they don't serve the expression or the experience of life that we would like to have. So push beyond your comfort zone here. But do it consciously. Do it because you're choosing the space in the mental body. There you go. Keep going. Expand. Expand. It's like watching a balloon get to its maximum right before it's going to pop. And there's that tension that shows up right before you know it's going to pop. There you go. Keep going. Nice deep inhale and exhale. And let's go right down to the physical body. So how does your physical body, in a very general way, how does its energy feel? And then commanding yourself into the space available in the physical body. We're more space than we are things in space. We've just conditioned ourselves to pay more attention to the things. So pay attention to the space in the body. There you go. That one's actually easier than the mental body almost. And then go ahead and allow that space to increase. Allow it to expand. Like you're feeling the space in the body and you're also feeling your body in space. There you go. Band. Band. There you go. Band. And even when the mental body or the emotional body starts to get a little bit, wait, 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 don't expand the physical body. And there's almost this unconscious concern that the physical body won't exist if it expands as space. It will exist, it simply will be a lot more fluid, a lot more malleable or at least it will exist until you choose to have it no longer exist. But in the meantime, how cool would it be to have that physical body be so malleable, so fluid, so filled with space, 
that a direction to the physical body actually changes the physical body. Being space, putting your attention in space, avails you of that opportunity. Kiyokamata is so, so meteki kieta de kieta. Ai, okay. Kiyokamata kiam, se. So let's make this spaciousness so. Here we go. Kokomoe kiam, just lock it in place. Tokomomoe te kiamana. during this experience, just allow yourself to be right here, right now. Allow yourself to place your attention in your physical, mental, emotional experience. Feeling the spaciousness of that experience. Breathing into it and breathing out from it. And as you find your breath and breathe in and out, allow yourself to begin to move the body. Begin to move arms and legs, wiggling fingers and toes, rotating your neck, shrugging your shoulders. Let there be space in all of those places inhalations and exhalations and on the third exhale breathe your eyes open breathing your eyes open beautiful beautiful thank you for spending this time with me You've done some powerful work today reconnecting to your pure presence, and over the coming days you will notice the effects of this change. Please notice what you notice and be easy on yourself as old unproductive patterns diminish and a fuller expression of your pure presence emerges. The effects of these sessions are cumulative, so please join me again on August 1st for another episode of Pure Presence Aligning to Self. For those of you interested in our newest population of children, you can join me on Peer Presence All About the Kids on July 25th. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time is the new Consciousness Review with Miriam Knight. Miriam will host Dr. Jeffrey Bland, the father of functional medicine and the author of Disease Delusion. Our next awesome Monday, July 14th, OSEP is just not about autism. It's wonderful for anybody living or working with energetically sensitive children and wanting to grow in the full consciousness of that. Feel free to contact me directly through www.susiemiller.com for a free 20-minute consult if that's of interest. Thank you again for being with me today. Happy Fourth of July, and until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings.
You've been listening to the Awakening Zone Radio Network, offering insights and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.